This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 3rd. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, I'm still dealing with the A and pains of last week's car crash, and somehow finding the time to see my chiropractor not once or twice, but three times a week. But let me tell you, it's all worth it. She's got me feeling better already than I could ever have imagined, which is a whole lot more than I can say for insurance companies. But enough said about that. My thanks again to Estrella Insurance and Jose Merrill for turning in a five-star interview last week. And this week, we return to South Florida yet again to talk with my friend Lenny Valentino at TBC Corp. When I first met Lenny back in 2016, he was vice president of global franchise development and integration across TBC's portfolio of franchise brands, which included Big O Tires and Midas. Then a little less than two years ago, Lenny was promoted to Vice President and General Manager for Midas International, overseeing all aspects of the business with its 2,100 or so franchised locations worldwide and some 1,200 of those right here in North America. Well, no surprise to me, Lenny's made his presence felt. Just last week as I was preparing this interview for air, word came from Mick Lewis, Senior Manager of Communications at Midas, that Lenny had been promoted to President and Chief Operating Officer. That's the Lenny Valentino that I know, and the one you're going to meet in just two minutes or less. I'm Stan Friedman, this is Franchise Today, and I'll make proper introductions to Lenny when we return. Don't go anywhere. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. Atmosphere isn't limited to restaurants or bars either. Any business with a TV screen can benefit from better entertainment. So, stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto shops, anyone with TV in their waiting rooms can jump on this amazing offer. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. 
If you pay close attention to the conversation that follows, a few things about Lenny Valentino will become evident to you very quickly. His work ethic is amazing. His appetite to learn is voracious. His need to teach and improve the lives of people in his sphere is extreme, and his respect for family, people, and relationships all rank number one, right along with his need to systematize, organize, strategize, execute, succeed, and repeat. And he does it all with very steady hands and a very soft-spoken demeanor. Enough of me telling you about him. It's time for me to welcome him. Lenny Valentino, welcome to Franchise Today. Well, thank you, Stan. I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity of speaking with you. Well, I love talking where stories are. And clearly, with 67 years of history, we've only got 30 or so minutes, Lenny, but I'm sure we can fill up a lot more than that with all of the stories and tales that you could tell. But I'm thrilled to have you here. We've known each other for a few years, and kind of nice when I get to have somebody on that I've known and have had the opportunity to spend time with personally, not just across the airwaves. So welcome to Franchise today. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. One, I've always enjoyed our interactions, and I look forward to uh, having this discussion with you. Well, I appreciate that. So it's a big milestone year at Midas, and we'll get to that later in our conversation, but we've got to start the way I always do, Lenny. We've got to start with the Lenny Valentino story of how franchising bumped into you and what you were doing when that event occurred. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, it's not something I certainly planned for. I got to tell you that, Stan. Uh, Franchising came to me at a time where it was something that I was looking for in running a brand and understanding it. But my story is pretty simple. You know, I, I didn't have uh, childcare. I had work care growing up as a, as a son to uh, my parents, uh, Lenny and Margaret. They taught me values, God rest their souls, what it is to work hard and achieve uh, your dreams. They weren't formally educated, but they taught me life lessons that I rely on today. So, you know, it was something very interesting to me. Working, I learned mathematics on the register, three, four years old, going to work with them, and really taught me about people, interactions, small business ownership. So uh, that really set the stage for me in life, and it wasn't a plan. That's for sure. Where were you and what was the business that that cash register was involved with? I grew up, we had small bakery, deli shop operations, uh, you name it. I've worked for a lot of family businesses that I've been involved. So uh, it taught you values. It taught me, you know, what it is to interact with people and treatment of people. And where were these businesses? Uh, New Jersey. So I'm from, if you can't tell, I'm from the East Coast. So uh, born in uh, New Jersey. Uh, Also, I had the pleasure of being there for a number of years. uh, And uh, that's where I met my wife, Gina, of 26 years. That's home for me. Got to be careful when we talk about guys from New Jersey whose last name is Valentino and they make mention of the family business. We just got to put that into proper context here. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and that's something a lot of people say to me. Yeah. And uh, I take it good humor, you know. It, it's something, uh, yeah, hey, we, we all have our heritage. We all have our names, and but it's something near and dear to my heart. So uh, I guess all what right. they say, Jersey strong, right? There you go. So you didn't go to college with the aspirations of getting involved in franchising. Help me with that. Where you went from college? Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, as I stated, I attended college in New Jersey, Monmouth University. I didn't have the luxury of someone paying for it. My parents couldn't do that. So I worked several jobs, went to school full time and also worked full time with all the jobs that I had. So that was in New Jersey. I got a business management degree, did that. First one ever to go to college in my family really was something that my parents wanted 
wanted me to strive for and of course with something that I want to achieve. So it came out. I was involved in the supermarket industry and I was as green as Kermit the Frog coming out of school <laughs> and to say the least in this individual, these individuals gave me a shot in the supermarket business where I was a, a buyer uh, for a cooperative uh, that was a, you know, about a billion dollar cooperative that came out that was pretty large and I don't know why they hired me. I was 22 years old, uh, 23 years old uh, going on that and everyone was a lot older than me but they saw something. So I learned the business from the ground up, supply chain, advertising, marketing, every aspect of the supermarket and that supermarket industry teaches you so much of, uh, you know, you work on razor thin profits, razor thin uh, and you're constantly working with people and transactions. So I came out, I was uh, formally uh, successful there. Uh, then I went to a company called Ahold USA. I was recruited. So I got the pleasure of running uh, the merchandising and offices uh, uh, for Ahold. It was the Edward Superfood Store division. I came out and did that very successfully at a young age. So met some of my greatest mentors in life that taught me. I mean, even from the chairman and CEO that saw something in me, and, but everything was the treatment of people and how you achieve certain things in life and working through them. So went up through the ranks there and that's what I did. And, you know, I probably thought I was going to be in the supermarket industry, but life gives you some detours in life and family first and foremost. And I was constantly traveling. I was all over the place. And my wife and I, we lived in Virginia. We lived in New Jersey and want to go back. So then I got involved in distribution business. And someone once told me, okay, you can run growth synergy, but if you could achieve something that's not operating optimally, go for it. And uh, I did that. And I ran this uh, specialty food distribution company and uh, took it to a success. Within 18 months, I ran the Mid-Atlantic and then the Central United States. And that was an opportunity for me to get back home, but also to learn a different aspect of the business. And then the freak accident happens. Dan, like you asked, how did I get involved in franchising? Well, I was uh, successful there. And you know, a lot of us get contacted by executive recruitment firms. And someone called me and I happened to be reading the newspaper of a private equity that purchased a franchise company. And I said, if you're so good and you tell me about it, they were speaking to me about a job on the other side of the country, but I wasn't interested, nor was I interested in leaving my organization. But I just threw out something and lo and behold, next week I'm sitting and having discussions with that firm. And that's how I got involved in the franchising and the, the rest is history. So was it Rita's? Was that your first franchise position? Yeah. Yeah. So I came into Rita's, you know, it was kind of, uh, you know, it was a family run business, a smaller private equity purchased it. And it's great for me because I had that small business experience, but also that big business experience from uh, the companies that I ran before. And it was an opportunity for me to build the infrastructure, build the systems, build the processes. Did so very successfully, had a great run in which we were doing extremely well. Top line sales during my term were probably increased almost 100% store locations, store openings. But it taught me about franchising. And what it taught me was my parents who were involved in small businesses and my family. It's a family of those that love a brand coming together and it presents the best opportunity for me to learn and understand a different industry that I love today. And so how long was your run at Rita's? It was five years. Did so uh, a great time and tenure. Loved the brand. Loved what it was all about. What I really enjoyed, not only, of course, the product, you know, it was a great product and understood it. You know, it's treats. It's something that you would take your family for, uh, as we call it, a staycation, which you would have an event with your family. So that was really cool about it. So did five 
five years there, and that, that was at a time that really resonated well with me on who I am and as an individual. So what did you do for the education that you needed to learn the rest of the story? I mean, you already had distribution, you had a lot of large business experience, but we both know all the intricacies of franchising that are so unique to the business model. What did you do to backfill and get the backstory and get yourself the rapid education that you needed to be able to lead a franchise organization? Well, great question. You know, I'm a student of the game. Uh, when I get involved in something, I want to understand who does it the best and how we go there. So I was fortunate when I came out in the supermarket industry that my employer paid for my MBA 100%. But then when I got involved, there was the CFE program, which I'm a CFE today. And what what might take a long time, I, I make sure I understood every course, took every course in a matter of a year to get my CFE because I just wanted to understand and also surrounded myself and speaking to individuals in the industry. I was fortunate when I was in the supermarket industry, I worked with some icons that are suppliers and also within my industry. So did the same thing. You learn from individuals and if you give, you also get. And, and that's what it's all about, sir. So what came after Rita's? What was the next move for you? Next move, I, I actually took a step out of the industry. I've run companies in retail. I've run them in distribution, food. I was a food guy to say the least since I was young. And then I went with a hundred plus year old manufacturer called E.P. Henry. And they were a manufacturer unit concrete uh, providers. You ever see the hardscaping, sure. these pavers? And that was a challenge for myself. One, I wanted to see my skill set, how it resonate in a different industry that's non-food related, but also it was an opportunity for me to learn manufacturing. And that was really the professional skill set that I didn't know and I and understood all the others. So it was great. It was a great opportunity in learning the business in a completely different industry. But my earliest learnings that I had when I was coming through the ranks resonated well, no matter what industry you're in, right? It's people, it's process, it's setting uh, key performance indicators, goals, everyone understands their role and uh, had a very successful run in taking a, a family owned business and putting processes that lends itself for uh, the future dynamic of that growth. And so that takes us up to TVC, which is, I guess, the current employment, but in a different role today. And we'll talk more about that on the other side of a break, but walk us up to how you and TVC came together in the first place. Well, you know, like I stated earlier, we were living in New Jersey, but we always had uh, secondary homes in, in Florida. And it was something that my wife and I, we really wanted to move. The Northeast could be cold. And as you're getting older, your bones get frigid. So I decided I liked what I was doing, but I didn't love it for the future. And whatever you do in life, you need to love. So that was a time that I decided that I was going to leave EP Henry. And I had a very good rapport. I mean, one of my best friends still is there running the organization. And it, it was a time for me then to move on. I was evaluating my options of what I wanted to do. And that's when a recruitment firm contacted me and put me in touch with TBC that was mature, large entity, but immature in franchising processes, procedures, and development. That's how I wound up coming here about seven years ago. And when you arrived at TBC, you had a pretty big job as the head of franchising, weren't you, across all of the franchise brands? Absolutely. So I, if you think about my time at Rita's, it was a great run. We When I started, we were in the mid 200s, got it to almost 600 units. Then when I came to TBC, I was head of global franchise development when I came in and how to build the team, build the processes. And when I came in, we had three brands. So if you think about the, the store count there, you got international and, and also domestic, you're hovering around, I don't know, about 2,800 units, give or take. So, you know, we do several transactions in all different disciplines. So it was, you know, it was a, it was a great role. It was a great opportunity for me to learn also. It's right, franchising okay. that I love. 
in an industry that I didn't know. For the benefit of the audience who might not be familiar with TBC, why don't we shout out the names they are familiar with and talk about the brands that are under that umbrella? Absolutely. Of course, Midas, the brand that I lead today, Big O Tires. And at that time, when I entered, we also owned Speedy Automotive. And then on the corporate side, they owned a couple of other brands, didn't they? <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Uh, we own Tire Kingdom, NTB. We also own our supply chain of NTW. We have TBC Brands. We have TBC Mexico. So we're a, we're a very large organization. We have two parent companies. Podcast might uh, know of those names, that being uh, Michelin and also Sumitomo. So you have two large parent companies, and TBC is a part of that. All right. Great foundation for what we come back with after the break. And what we're going to talk about is the role that you've been in for about the last year, a year and a half now, as the vice president and general manager of one of those iconic brands, Midas. And we're going to talk a bit about what that looks like in today's world and about the 67 years that you're celebrating this month in April. And we've got a whole lot to unpack. We're talking today with newly minted president and chief operating officer, Lenny Valentino of Midas International, a TBC portfolio company. I'm Stan Friedman. This is Franchise Today, and we'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive set so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. And my conversation today continues with newly minted President and Chief Operating Officer, Lenny Valentino of Midas International. Lenny, that's what, 2,800 units strong? How big is Midas today? Uh, Midas, we're about a little over 2,100 units uh, worldwide. You know, we have about 1,200 in North America, including the U.S. and Canada. So I'm very proud of the brand that we have. How big a team are you leading? Oh, we think about the, the team of operations and, and marketing and all the infrastructure we have let's just say it's quite a number of individuals that we have but it's uh, it's to support our our franchise systems our franchisees so you think about it 2100 stores even if you had 12 to 15 employees per store you, you got quite a number of, mm -hmm. of families and people that you're overseeing not to mention the corporate support let's talk about Midas today and its 67 acts of kindness where did that idea come from to celebrate the 67th birthday you know think about how many brands in this in the 
the U.S. or even around the world are 67 years. And I say we're 67 years young at Midas when I came in. So I wanted to do something special. You don't always want to get in life, but you have to give. And what's inspiring about Midas, as I learned from the beginning and as I continue to learn, is our franchisees are so involved in the community, give back so much. And what better way to really create that awareness with our 67th year that we have in this month of April and throw a challenge to our system and say, you know, I want to do 67 acts of kindness. We walk the walk and, you know, we do so much. And that's where it came from. I wanted to just not put something out there that didn't help communities or wasn't resonating with our franchisees. It was just an idea that came up with and my marketing teams, my operation team, everyone, the organization just ran with it. And it was a point of congregation for all of us and it's proved to be successful. I I speak to my head of communications, Mick, and where do we stand? And, you know, we're in triple digits plus and 100 plus, 120 plus, whatever it is. And it's constantly growing. It's resonating well. So this was the first year that I wanted to do this. And I've done this at other organizations. When I was involved in uh, Rita's, we did something with Alex's Lemonade in which we created awareness. And I wanted to do something of a give back here and the system's just responding. When we talk about Midas too, we should talk some about the diversity of the brand because many people probably think of mufflers when you think of Midas, but the brand services have expanded quite a bit further than just the muffler. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. You know, you think about Nate Sherman started Midas uh, back in uh, 1956, and you think about other industry icons and in franchising, even during that time was probably the Sanders of the world, the, the Crocs, the Rosenbergs, you, you name it, everyone that's out there with these iconic brands. So it started as mufflers. Great, great opportunity. That was the hero product and did extremely well. And then, you know what? When you have certain systems in a car that become not there, null and void, you have to reinvent yourself. So this brand reinvented itself into the auto service segment. We did a lot with brakes and to, uh, all different types of opportunities. So that was great. Brand, everyone knows the Midas mufflers, but up now, you know, we're beyond that. We don't forget where we came from, but we know where we're going as we're forging ahead for the future. And that's why we're recognized as the number one in the auto service segment. So if you look at that, it's pretty good. But I want to be the alternative for those that take their cars to auto dealerships for service and come to the Midas and get that superior five-star service that they enjoy. But also we resonate within the communities and those we serve for now as our consumers, but also the next generation of customers. I want to be able to make sure that we set this brand and, and control every vehicle in that garage, just not those that might be been sure. So tell us about the profile of your franchisees, Lenny, and how that corporate culture that's just dripping off of this conversation transfers to them and how you assure that the culture of the company is going to be properly represented at each and every one of those 2,000 plus locations. Yep. Well, I can tell you this. Everything that we do, as I, stated, as I stated earlier, I had some great mentors in my life, including my parents, those I work for, and, and even my family today, my wife and all of us, how we just handle certain things. So what we start everything internally and also externally is we make sure that we live by our Midas leadership commitments and some of them. You know, I won't give you all 10, but everyone knows that if we start a meeting, we walk the walk and we make sure that we resonate that in the communities, respect and care about others, treating people with respect in a safe environment, continually build transparent relationships, work together, demonstrate total teamwork. But one is give back while having fun. So we have all these commitments. And what I make sure is as we start it, we understand what transpired and people share. That culture then, of course, shares with our franchisees, all of us working together 
during collaboration. And I knew when I toured all the stores and, and I toured all around North America and so forth, there could have been a lapse in communication from previously. And I knew in these individuals how we could work together as one, our franchisees. And I am very excited to see that collaboration and the efforts that it's helped this brand and where we're going. And you know, I franchisees, I'll tell you a story. I was sitting in a conference room with one of our franchisees and I look on the wall and I see a plaque and I realize they've been 60 years with this organization. What does that say for the brand and, and what they have? And sometimes there, there wasn't good times, which they're a part of. And we were very candid and upfront with each other. And I learned, but you know what? Those people and how they really put everything on the line, our franchisees, that makes me even try harder with our team. So we're all about the commitments. We're all about working together and collaboration. I know that a successful system or those which franchisee and franchisor uh, work together as one. And I'm proud to say we do that. And I'm going to make sure that every day I protect this brand because of all those people that we support, you know, and the families that are supported because of this brand. I want to make sure that we grow this brand and I want to leave the legacy. So someone else is speaking 67 years from now, they understood exactly what we did, how we accomplished it and where we're going. In addition, while talking of support, you've got a deep commitment to veterans too, do you not? Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I mean, we live in the greatest country, right? If you think about it in the world. And we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our veterans that each and every day give us our freedoms that we really have today. So, you know, my father was in the military. My brother was in the military. A lot of my relatives were in the military. So why not give back? Our incentives are very good for those that come to the military. Matter of fact, you know, every year we look at the FDD and I want to make it better to join. So that's something near and dear to my heart. And it's not just veterans. You support active troops as well. Yeah, active troops and also first responders. I mean, you think about it. So our police are fire. So we have an incentive program for them. And it's something that we should do and all franchisors should do and step up. You want to spend a minute and talk about your work at Palm Beach Atlantic University and John Hayes? Yeah, I mean, I'm part of the advisory board of Palm Beach Atlantic University. They were the first to create the, the school of franchising, the tightest school of franchising. But what's that mean? You know, you opened it up with the education how did you learn? You know, how to go through a CFE program. But John was really iconic for that. And that's support that he supplies and we supply. I think it's just great working together. And it doesn't stop there. We try to get involved with a lot of different organizations at Midas beside Palm Beach Atlantic University. You mentioned veterans and we spoke about earlier about the 67 acts of kindness. I got to tell you, there was a lot of kindness before I bundled it under 67. How of all our franchisees that give back to so many charities and so many communities and working together. And I tell you, Stan, that's something I'm very, very proud of. Well, as well you should be. And your donations in support of the Titus Franchise Center at Palm Beach Atlantic University is going to help paying it forward to a new generation coming up. Us old guys have to stand aside at some point, and I'm not putting you in the same bucket as me because you're probably a lot younger than I am. But at some point, it's time for us to stop learning and make sure that we can teach what we know already to so many who have yet to step up and try to fill the shoes that came before them. So you've always been that guy, and I really appreciate knowing you for that money. 
before we leave each other today, Lenny, what about some recent milestones that you're really proud of that you might want to share with the audience and help them aspire to maybe more of the same in their own worlds? You know, I've learned in any business, it's top line sales, increase gross margin, control your expense and asset management. So I can tell you from a sales perspective, this brand has never been stronger of where it is today and where it's going. Over the last two years, our same store sales have increased over 30 plus percent. We are also revamping a look and feel of these stores and our franchisees want it. 60% of our stores have invested in monies to improve the locations, which was unheard of from the previous years. And really another thing that I'm most proud of is the customer centricity aspect. I do not want to have any shop, any automotive shop that's under our Midas name where my wife, my daughter, or my son cannot go because that is something that we, I cherish my family. And then we got to make sure it has the proper representation, uh, not only the look, the physical appeal of the services we provide, but also the customer centricity. And I can tell you, I put a challenge out to the system and everyone looked at me of 1 million five-star reviews. And I said, you know what, that's something that's inspiring. And how do we take our scores of Google from a low in the fours, a 4.1, 4.2? And I'm proud today after 18 months that our, we're 4.6. And so the customer centricity, the look and feel of our stores, the direction from a top line, our franchisees that are a part of this system, 30, 40, 50, 60 years have quoted to me that it's never been a better time to be a part of this Midas brand. And it's something I live for every day and I drive. We are driving confidence internally and externally of where we're going and how we're doing it. And it's a simple formula, right? You take care of franchisees, they take care of their employees, they take care of their customers. We work together and to collaborate on this to, and to really achieve the success. I'm excited about it. So are they and so are we. Lenny, I see what you did there with the word drive. I don't want you to think that, that just got ignored or, or wasn't noticed. <laughs> What have I not asked you today that I could have or should have, or maybe you wished I would have? You know, we mentioned my upbringing, where I came from, and what I'm proud of now. Sure, I get the opportunity, and I'm humbled and pleasure of running a global brand and very large, but you get certain titles in life, and I think people forget about. The number one title for me is I'm a husband, I'm a father of two, and, you know, I was a son to my parents. I just lost my father in, in January of this year. I have great in-laws, my father-in-law, God rest his soul, and also my father. They were automotive people, to say the least, and they knew everything about a car. So I wish that my father got to see it. My father-in-law would see me, of course, achieve these levels of a brand that they loved and knew of. Uh, very well. And I have one parent, my mother-in-law that's living today, who's I'm fortunate enough to be my second mother. So if you know of me, it, I, will, I can only run brands that resonate with family, community, involvement. I've run brands like that in all different types of organizations. It needs to be special. So that's something that's near and dear to my heart. I'm not a person that's going to go out there and be the rebel rouser. I'd rather be home and do that. So that's what it's all about. And I think whatever you do in life and whatever you achieve, you want to set the tone and you want to impact people's lives. So I've run a lot of different businesses and I've done growth. I've done synergy. I've done turnaround. I understand some difficult economic climates, but I want to make sure that whatever I do, I impact people's lives and the success which Midas has today of us, where we're ranked, where we're going how we're creating our 10-year strategic plan, and it's just not creating, we're executing on it. That's very special to me, Stan, of impact in lives. Well, your passion screams, Lenny, 
And, you know, you can't fake that. So it says to me that Midas is in good hands and your brand couldn't have a better leader. Proud to have you here with us today. And I'm sure the audience is going to want to know how they can find you again. So how about some contact info? Absolutely. You know, we're always looking for those individuals that want to be a part of our family and join our franchise system. That is an opportunity. So for those that are interested in being a part of the Midas brand, you go to Midas.com. And I will assure you that what you hear today is how we operate and how we work together as one with this brand. So Midas.com, franchising opportunities, join the family, join the brand, and we work together as one. It's been a real treat to be able to do this today, Lenny. I can't believe we've waited this long to get it done, but here we are and the story's told and we've been able to wrap that around the celebration of Midas's 67th birthday. In fact, had we done this any sooner, you might not have been at the helm of Midas just yet. So I guess everything finds its time and here we are today. Absolutely. 67 years young as we drive this brand for the future and we're ready to really move it, Stan. So I thank you for everything that you do in this franchising industry. I thank you for your support and those that have supported me in the Midas brand. And let's just, let's just create some impact out there. Lenny Valentino, President and Chief Operating Officer at Midas International. Thank you. Well, there it is. Yet another fantastic conversation heading into the archives. Until next week when we return to do it all again, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising. And Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.